hello welcome back to another episode of coffee and a combo podcast um thank you all for your patience and waiting a couple extra days for this episode uh we had a few technical difficulties we don't really know what happened but it didn't happen it's not happening this time so hopefully it's all ironed out and we'll never have to um go through that again i'm a little under the weather so excuse that today but um as you all may have seen from our Instagram post a little earlier on, we have a special guest today. Whoop, whoop. I know we've all been dying in Drum roll. Um, no, you all have been dying in anticipation, so with no further ado, our special guest this week is Megan Simon. Um, Cameron and I have known her since, like, junior high-ish. Probably have been really good friends with her since junior high, maybe, like, a little bit before that. <clears throat> Fourth, fifth grade. Fourth, fifth grade, somewhere in there. Um, and then I think it's safe to say that we were closest in high school. We were really close in high school. Um, so today we asked her to join us for our topic and our topic is birth control, the pill, contraceptives, all of that. Um, I think we all have a few different views on it. She has a little different view on it. Cameron has a different view on it. I have a different view on it. So we just wanted to ask her to come on and share her thoughts with us. Yeah. So, but first I'm going to tell you guys what coffee we're drinking today. So today's pick is a French pressed cinnamon hazelnut coffee from Grande Cafe. I'm not really sure if that's how you say it, but that's how I'm saying it. Um, I purchased this one at TJ Maxx, um, with the idea that I was going to make some cold brew with it. But then October came in with uh, freezing temperatures, so I probably will not be doing that anymore. But anyways, it is um, super good. It has like just a dash of cinnamon flavor to it. And thanks to the French press, you can really taste all the natural oils mm. from the beans. So yeah, it's that really yummy. It's the best. So with no further ado, we are going to invite Megan to the podcast. Alright, Megan, can you just introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you are up to now. Yeah, so right now I am a senior at SDSU, Go Jacks. Um, I'm majoring in animal science with minors in political science and Spanish. And uh, yep, as Cameron and Jenna have said, I am from Gettysburg. I didn't originally go to school in Gettysburg. I actually started in Hoven, but then when I was in fourth grade, Uh, My family and I switched over schools, so we ended up in Gettysburg, which was really nice, actually. And, yep, I come from a farm, so we have about 700 head of cattle with my grandpas, and that's what my parents do and my family does, and it's really fun. And What's the name of your tame cow? Oh, my tame cow, her name is Buttercup. And she has I a super, yeah, super we tame cat. Everyone loves like, Buttercup. Buttercup has a fan club, and she's like the coolest, sassiest cat. Like it's so funny to say that because you don't really think of cows as having um, personalities, mm-hmm. but she does. She's like so sassy. She's so cool. Like, yeah. So we went safariing in Megan's um, pasture, ooh, like a year and a few. It was like la- yeah, not this like last past summer, August. but the other summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And safariing so, because they were in a jeep. We yeah. were in a jeep. <laughs> cattle running around us and it felt like we were literally in Africa. And the sunset. It was so beautiful. If I can find the picture, I'll post it so you guys can see it. It is literally an amazing photo. So anyways, um, Megan's like, yeah, let's go find Buttercup. And so how many cows, cattle was Uh, in that pasture? Probably around 200. 200. And we're just out there. Were you like calling her name? 
I don't know. I think I actually was, and yeah. she did run up to us. Yeah, That's and so then, so, cute. so then we were finally like, okay, she's not coming, and then out of nowhere, she comes galloping like, in, <laughs> in out of the sunset, and Megan's like, it's Buttercup, and then she walked right up to the Jeep while all the other cows are like frantically running away, <laughs> and we just sat there and hung out with her. It was yeah, the best. I love that. So yeah. Probably like create an album of pictures like. People with buttercup. Yeah, buttercup. People. me and Serena have a pic yeah. like hugging buttercup, and we're like, mm-hmm. we love cows. Yeah, she's my favorite, and <laughs> she's, she's so cute. pretty. Yeah, and she has a tame calf now, which is like her other calves haven't been tamed. But fun fact, Luis Arise. I don't know if you guys are Twins fans out there, but he played for the Twins. I followed him on Twitter one night, and like he had to have scrolled through my Twitter feed, and he liked a video with. Buttercup, Buttercup <gasps> and my calf in it, so that was really cool. Is it the one where the calf like came up and like nuzzled yeah. your shoulder? Yeah. Oh, that's the cutest video. Kate. So he like creeped you. Yeah, but it was just brief, like maybe two scrolls, two swipes. We don't know what was yeah. only. Two you were worse than two know. swipes. He probably has a crush on you. you Let's know, be real. I literally kid with my friends. Like that's probably my greatest prospect right now is Luisa Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> he's twenty two years old. It's oh, he's twenty two. Wow. Anyway, sorry. Go on with like what me. you're doing in your I, life. I don't really know what I'm doing with my life. Yeah, I'm going to graduate this <laughs> spring, but plans after that to be determined. To be determined. This summer, actually, I got to intern in Sioux Falls with Senator Thune. It was a really great experience, and I got to live with the lovely Jenna. Mm-mm. So that was fun. But that was a yeah, I don't know. I feel like that covered a lot of bases. Covered a lot of yeah. bases. Okay, well, hey, thanks, Megan. Um, so just to kind of give you a little more information about what we're going to be talking about today, um, why we decided to talk about this, um, if you haven't caught on yet, I feel like a lot of the topics that we are covering in the lot, a lot of the episodes that we do are just conversations that we have already had, and we have thought, okay, let's kind of maybe structure our ideas a little bit more and give them to the world. Not necessarily like our opinions are right or or anything like that. Just let's let's bring the conversations to the table. Let's make people think a little bit. I think is our biggest thing. Um, so, like I said, we all have a different view on mm-hmm. contraceptives, the pill, A, B, and C. And I feel like I was talking to with Serena about this this week. Um, since we actually recorded our <laughs> fail episode like a week ago, um, <laughs> and we were kind of like, I feel, I almost feel like. It's so interesting to talk about because I feel like every argument you have for, like, I'm for the pill or I'm against the pill, there's, like, a counter-argument. Right. You know, like, well, it's unhealthy to take the pill, but then if you take the pill to, like, make yourself healthier for, like, you have, like, a hormone imbalance or something like that, then there's that argument. Or, like, if you have this argument against it, then there's this argument against it. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting because we kind of were playing devil's advocate for a while and no one really ended up on top. But, anyway, that's Mm -hmm. completely a bunny trail that that was just a fun thought that I put in there. Um, anyway, so I'm just going to start with, um, kind of my view on contraceptives in my own personal life, a little personal testimony about why I will never be taking any contraceptives, why I will never be going on the pill. Um, and a big, it's partially to do with, um, health reasons and then, well, actually mostly, mostly do with health reasons. So you've heard um, you might have, may have heard me mention a few times, um, in a few previous episodes that I have PCOS, and just to give you a little, like, rundown of what P- 
PCOS is. It's polycystic ovarian syndrome, and essentially it's a bunch of little um, small cysts on either one or both of your ovaries, and it can manifest in a bunch of different ways, um, hormone imbalances, um, weight loss, weight gain, usually weight gain, um, bad skin, like, just all these things. I went bald for a time. It was not that great. Um, (laughs) 10 out of 10, wouldn't recommend. Um, anyway, but a big thing that almost always comes with it is this, reality of you are not going to be able to reproduce like it's this like red stamp of like infertility and um and so I was diagnosed when I was either 15 or 16 I can't quite remember somewhere in there time frame gets a little fuzzy for me um but being in the middle of high school I feel like someone's like oh yeah and you might have trouble having kids you know your doctor's not just going to be like "Hmm, guess what you like probably 99% chance you're never going to have babies. Like, your doctor's not going to tell you that as a 15, 16-year-old. Like, that's something that you tell the parent later on the phone when you're not listening, right? So she's like, yeah, you you know, you might have some trouble having kids. Completely kind of went over my mind until, um, until a, a while later. But, um, to get all of my symptoms under control, my doctor wanted, wanted to put me on birth control. And, um, And I remember me and my mom being like, is there anything else? Because it seems kind of wackadoodle to us that she's having all these hormone issues and essentially what you want to do is pump her full of more hormones. So that's what we did. We kind of took a more um, natural route. Uh, We got me me put on a um, spearmint-based medication and it kind of blocked the... The male hormone, what is it, testosterone, right? The male hormone, (laughs) testosterone, okay. It blocked, like, my, which we're supposed to have some testosterone in our bodies, okay, Mm -hmm. right? But, like, mine, I had too much. And then, um, like, my estrogen levels were normal, but my testosterone levels were too high. So, and what they were going to do with the birth control was bring up my estrogen levels to kind of, like, balance out Mm, my testosterone. So, instead of that, my mom and I decided to, um go the other way to dampen my testosterone levels. Um, and then through, since then, we've done, like, a lot more research about, like, you know, dietary routes to take to p- make your, like, hormones level and all that kind of stuff. And a bunch, and I have a bunch of dietary restrictions now and all that stuff. But um, I just never wanted to get put on the pill because I know that I've heard more than a few stories of women who have been on the pill for an extended period of time and then gotten off of it and it's been really really hard to get pregnant after that and I remember thinking I'm like okay well I'm already she says I'm already gonna have a hard time getting pregnant I don't want to lessen my chances any more than they already are so what else can we do um and I don't think and then at the time like I said it was just kind of like a back thought I was like more interested in like getting my hair to grow back like not being extremely overweight, like, not having terrible breakouts, like, every week. Um, so that was kind of a back thought, and I don't think it really sunk in for me that, um, infertility was going to be a big part of my life, or a big part of, honestly, like, my everyday, like, thoughts that run through my head, until I went to France for, um, that six-month DTS, and, um, when it really kind of sunk in and hit home, was one of, well, numerous, I met numerous women there, amazing women, um, inspirational women there who also had this PCOS, and, um, one of them 
had been married to her husband for 10 years and they had been trying and trying and trying to have kids and they had done all they had gone through all these different like medical routes and they just still I mean still to now to this day they um aren't pregnant and they're still trying um and I think that kind of hit home for me I'm like oh my gosh this could be my future and like you know lord willing me to have a husband whatever um this could be my future in five ten years me and my husband trying to have kids and just and just being devastated and not being able to have kids and it kind of sunk in for me then and um just kind of solidified I'm like oh my gosh I'm never ever ever taking birth control we're never using any contraceptives we are never like any kind of anything that could prevent us from having babies (laughs) it's not happening it is not on the table and maybe I shouldn't be making you know these decisions without my <laughs> you know whoever my future husband may be but he'll just have to get on the same page I'm just <laughs> kidding but um yeah so that's um my whole reason for I don't think I know I know I will never be using any kind of contraceptives or um taking the pill or an IUD or the arm thing I can't think of what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. I inject. I don't know. There's a few different brands now. Um, I don't know. I always see it on like the Hulu commercials and it's like, I armor up. And I'm like, oh, you know, you guys know that. And then they go, and then they like, and then like, they like, I have not seen that. But I have to look it up. It's like, I armor up because now is our time. Oh. I armor up because. And then she already has like one baby and she's like, she's like, because one's enough. And like, it's all these different women. Anyway. Because like, one's enough. Because one's enough. Anyway, uh, that just came into my head off randomly. Um, and, yeah, so that is why I don't take it. And, um, honestly, I think a big thing, and I said this, I said this last time, but um, one thing that I really struggled with that I didn't really know I was going to struggle with, I I don't have a personal standing, you know, morally spiritually anything like that as far as birth control goes it's just it's very personal emotional hits close to home for myself I don't really have any view otherwise on it but one thing that I didn't really realize until kind of recently was um kind of this like simmering rage towards people not simmering rage (laughs) that sounds really dramatic but like kind of this like almost this like sour attitude towards people who do take birth control because I'm like in my mind I was I I'm sitting here and I'm like I it is very much a huge possibility that I will never be able to have kids I will never be able to reproduce like my body will not be able to do the thing that a woman's body is supposed to do and here you are like just you know and I know this isn't it, and I and I work through this on the daily. So don't. This is this is like the bad thoughts. This is the bad thoughts. These aren't like good thoughts. But in a in a way, I'm just like you're just taking this for granted. Like this choice was ripped away from me, and here you are, just like putting this stuff in your body, this making it impossible for you to make kids. And I can't even make kids someday, more than likely. And like the chance is like so slim, and all this stuff. And so that's something that. I honestly have to work through every day, and for anyone who's listening to this who has struggled, like, I, I'm not even trying to have a baby. I can't imagine these feelings on top of actually, like, having a husband and being in that life and being ready for a baby and trying for a baby, but, like, 
man, for any woman who is out there who is trying to have kids, praying for you because I I couldn't imagine. I honestly could could not imagine. So that's something that I don't know, just that I wanted to share because it's something that I didn't really think of until it all of a sudden started like kind of like creeping up in the forefront of my brain like probably over the past year-ish. Like oh I'm actually getting to that age where. Right I'm mm-hmm. actually getting to that age and then there's people around me like my sisters have taken birth control before and you know all this stuff and I'm just like Ugh. Ugh. and I kind of notice this this like kind of just like like you know kind of this just just it kind of just like poked me the wrong way that all these people took birth control. I'm like, I'm like it's not wrong of them to take birth control but in my mind, I'm just like, oh, like, what I wouldn't give to have the choice right. to have a baby or to not have a baby. And here they are just like, I don't know. It, mm-hmm. it probably only makes sense in my brain. But, you know, if anyone else out there feels like that, you're not alone. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Yeah. So, I guess, contrary to Jenna, I feel like my opinion on the matter is based off my faith. Um For those of you, I guess, who know me or don't, whatever, I'm Catholic, so I have a pretty straightforward opinion on birth control, which I added this last time because I didn't know before, but up until 1930, I believe all Protestant denominations also viewed um, birth control as being immoral, Um, but then some person obviously disagreed with that and then churches fell through with their stance on it um, which we didn't know that either yeah, yeah you said that, that last either. week i mean i guess this yeah. is just the fall of not of our first episode going mm-hmm. right not working yeah. but last week when megan said that i was like what yeah what? Like, i could things. not yeah i couldn't believe it so um but like you can you know from history that there were other methods that people used right. for birth control but um yeah so as a catholic i believe in well first off saving yourself until marriage so I think that kind of I don't know puts away a whole different argument of using birth control outside of marriage like don't agree with that on two different parts of that Um, but also so within your marriage we talk about I believe I'm saying this right I'm I hope that I'm saying this right but that marriage is free total faithful and fruitful and in this sense, um, we see both of the spouses being able to give themselves completely to one another. And I think you can correlate this to Christ and the church. Like, he doesn't hide any aspect of himself for us. He gives himself entirely. And that's obviously beautiful. And that's kind of how marriage is, you know. Um, I... Definitely, when I, God willing, I am married, will be practicing, like, natural family planning, and there will not be birth control in any aspect um, in my marriage. Um, yeah, so, kind of back to the free, total, faithful, and fruitful um, idea, you are not restricting any part of yourself to your spouse, and, yeah, you can think of that, like, technically whatever that may be, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what she's saying. Pretty details. Yeah. You know um, what she's saying. <laughs> but anyway, so I think it's beautiful to not have to restrict yourself and to be, um, so giving 
yeah, I guess that kind of covers that. Just to be free. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> you're not really concerned about me, holding yourself back. <coughs> Are you okay, Jenna's? Yeah, Jenna's, I'm good. Jenna's slightly uh, Sli- ill, but slightly she, Ill. doing good. The reason she may be ill... Maybe because of a We Tried It episode that we will be discussing. Oh my god. In gosh. a couple weeks. Don't tell what it is. Okay. Don't tell what I it won't. is. I won't. But I'm still, I'm still riled we up. We need about to talk it. about this. Oh. We haven't seen each other in person since that. We did it, have we? No, we haven't. Oh my gosh. Okay, but okay, there you go. Now get excited because it, we're going to get riled up. We're going to get riled Jenna up. Jenna thinks the reason she's sick is because of that. So. Because of the We Tried It episode. Okay, I'm sorry, okay, Megan. Back to no, back. Okay. Sorry. Okay, so. I mentioned natural family planning, and some of you may or may not know what it is, but it's basically um, a way in which you can fairly well um, prevent pregnancy naturally, hence the natural um, part. And so what the woman does is chart her period, and she, from that charting, and it definitely takes multiple months, and many people do this before they're married so they know right away when they are able to or not able to if they're ready to have kids like maybe they have they don't need to abstain during her time of ovulation or maybe they aren't ready to have kids so they do but anyway it helps the couple figure out those days in which she is most likely to become pregnant which how long should you start charting before you have sex for the first time do you know um i'm not sure but i know the more data you have the better in general honestly like like people you know how long have they charted for before they got married um i know so people who take the classes you take a class kind of i guess you meet with a person who tells you more about your cycle and everything that goes with it okay um but multiple months at least but i know like one of my friends who got married this summer she told me to start charting now so like so so i mean that's yeah, crazy. You can start well, honestly as soon as you can. Something want. something interesting that you that you said was um something interesting that you said last time was that there's actually doctors out there who specialize in natural family planning, mm-hmm. which was so interesting to me because I'm like, well, what about people out there who have like really off cycles because it is more and more common for girls to have like super duper off cycle. Like I think all three of us can mm-hmm. attest to that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I mean, just getting real personal here. But, um, and you said that there's doctors who specialize mm-hmm. in it, so I think that's really cool. Yeah, they help you out along the way with that, and I think there are different methods, technically, within natural family planning, but I don't know. The one method I hear of is the Creighton method, but I honestly do not know the details of those. But this is a way, yeah, in which you can do your best at naturally planning your family. Literally, that's what it means, so. right. I think it's a really effective method, generally speaking. Obviously, there are cases in which people um, conceive when they are not anticipating <laughs> them to conceive. Literally, every time I hear of someone using, like, natural family... Because I have some friends who have mm-hmm. used... Or whose parents have used natural family planning or who have used natural pl- family planning. And then they, like, come out with the baby and like... That wasn't part of the plan. And I always think of, you know, that quote that's like, man plans, God laughs. Mm -hmm. I always think of that. It just makes me shy a little bit. Anyway. (laughs) But imagine, yeah, you and your spouse not being, not really having to worry about when you will conceive. And if, if you do, like, he will provide. So I think that there's some truth to that. And obviously, we're all worried about how our lives are going to be. We all have an idea of when we want to have kids and 
how things, yeah, in general are gonna go, but it's not always the case. But anyway, um, yeah, I know people who, like I said, have been not unsuccessful, but things have not gone the way, but I know other people who have used it, and it's worked really well. Um, yeah, so besides just, like, and that's not just Catholic, yeah, like, it yeah, can no, be it's like it's, I, it's honestly becoming. It. Like, I don't want to say like a trend, mm-hmm. but I know a lot and a lot more people are using it as um as people are just becoming more and more aware of kind of the really negative side effects mm-hmm. of birth control. People who just want to be more yeah. natural anyway. Yeah, like you can have yeah, which we too. talked about this like last week. Um, that there's some people like in our like within our state. Well, like closer communities oh, yeah. like someone knows someone who died mm-hmm. of like a blood clot at yeah, a young that's age a different at a young right. age from like um yeah from a, mm-hmm. a contraceptive and so we just said <laughs> when we recorded this last week that um i don't know that maybe it was like a one certain pill mm-hmm. yeah like a certain well, kind i don't yeah. know we don't know but like that is that i think that is in, a general, thing. in general birth control yeah. pills do increase blood clotting and yeah, yeah i know of someone a different case um like, one of my roommates, she, her doctor, I think maybe it was his daughter, I don't know, anyway, died from the blood clot also, so it's really not, it. it's yeah. not just a super rare case, like, they do happen, it does happen. and it probably it happens happen, way yeah. more frequently than we even know, like, we don't right. know. Like, that not was Not even to mention, people. like, other things, like that arm one that we were talking about, mm-hmm. pretty much every... Like, every person that I've heard of who got who has got the arm one, they're like, yeah, I instantly gained, like, 15, 20 pounds. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that can't be good. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, anything yeah. that instantly makes you gain, like, 15, 20 pounds that messes with your hormones that much, that cannot That's a lot of weight, good. That is a lot. I, like, in a fast oh, amount wait, of time. In a fast amount of time. Like, if you like, gained five pounds, okay, yeah. Like that right, exactly. They're like, That's I instantly like, gained 15, 20 pounds. I'm like, that is not no. okay. That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, you're putting things into your body that your body is not was not meant it's to not, have like yes we have these hormones in our body already but like it is confusing our body to even, manipulate yeah. them yeah it's trying to figure out what's happening on yeah. its own <laughs> and then right. adding this extra stuff is not necessarily helping that natural process of your body just functioning in general so right unless i mean and then again like, and, maybe, and cameron's gonna hit on this mm-hmm. on the flip side Unless your body's, like, all wackadoodle anyway, and you have to put hormones in there to make it better, (laughs) but... But, Yeah, there again, I... I don't know. I think there are a lot of doctors who just push birth control as the easy way of curing A, B, or C, honestly. Like what Jenna said, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's so many different things, like acne, um, any, like, I don't know, yeah, any other just irregular cycles or stuff like that. They'll just push it. And, like, I'm not saying that the nat- natural remedies are the cure-all end-all it's really not you guys like there is a reason that we have made medical advances and there mm-hmm. are so many and we said this last time too there are so many medical advances that are necessary for certain illnesses diseases cancer whatever like i'm sorry essential oils is not going to cure everything <laughs> but broken like arm. if I'll you think essential oils is going to cure everything like i'm sorry to tell you i'm bursting your bubble right now it is not this makes me think of okay so i saw this like meme or this like picture floating around the interweb maybe you saw it but it's interweb. like it's like a 10 women with like blonde hair tall high brown boots like yes. all curled the same wearing Stop. like cheetah print oh. sweat 
letters. Yeah. And it's like, oh, something about all these women did, got married, blah, 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 and started their own business of essential oils. Yes. <laughs> it's like so accurate though. Okay, that's, that's actually really funny. I'll have but, their own essential oil like business. I'm like, oh, the thing they is, all look the same. The thing is, like, natural remedies are not going to cure everything. No. Like, the flu shot is important. If y'all mm-hmm. haven't gotten your flu shot, the flu shot is important. My mom's going to kill me for saying that because she's one of those people who... You said it is? What? The flu shot's important, yeah. Oh, I, I was just... saying the flu shot is important. That's what I was saying. Oh. And then I said my mom's going to kill me for saying that because my mom is one of the few people in the world who still don't believe in the flu shot. Well, I'm with her. I don't believe in the flu shot. You don't believe in the flu shot? And Megan doesn't either. Uh, what? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wow, we just <laughs> opened a stop, whole nother can of worms. Stop. I used to be like, oh, as a kid, flu shots make me sick. I'm not going to get those. And now I am a proponent of flu shots. Okay. Wow. All I don't right. believe in the flu shot. Okay, well, that's a whole nother But anyways. Episode. Anyways, <laughs> there's a bunch of, like, um, medical advances that are very important. Natural remedies are not going to cure everything. But I do think that more often than we, like, than we do... We shouldn't just, like, pop a pill to make everything better. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You know, I feel like that is, like, so... It's just the the instant gratification yeah. of, well, I don't have the time to put in the research, to put in the work to figure out what's actually going to, like, fix me long term, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to pop a pill. Yeah. You know, type of thing. Like, oh, I don't want to alter my diet to, you know, reduce my type 2 diabetes, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, I'm just going to, you know, pop a pill, yeah. you know, get a prescription. And so... Yeah, I don't know. Actually, yeah, there are very technical things that happen within your body that you obviously probably don't fully understand, but just taking my repro class that I'm in right now for livestock, um, and it applies to basically all species, you know, um, that we talked about how, like, anestrus, basically, when you don't get your cycle, all of that originates from the inadequate release of GnRH, which is gonadotropin-releasing hormone from the hypothalamus. So, like, they all come... Wow. There's all very, you know, specific things that are happening within our body on such a, like, microscopic level that we don't understand as... I don't know. Circadian just random people. rhythm, or what did we yeah. talk about? If <laughs> the circadian were... rhythm. Oh my gosh. Guess what? The circadian rhythm came up in one of my classes. A few, Are you serious? A couple days ago. That's and I was so like, cool. I was like, I already learned about this because I do a podcast. Because <laughs> I do a podcast. <laughs> um, Megan, okay, my cousin Megan, she was like, she's like, I know, I know what, the, when I put up that poll on our oh, Instagram, yeah. she's like, I know what it is. And I'm like, dude, awesome. She actually, um, she does this thing called, like, Medical Monday on her Instagram. This is such a bunny trail, you guys. But she does this Medical Monday, and it's literally... Hey, Megan, shout out to you. It's literally, like, my favorite part of Mondays, you guys. Like, I sit down with my little cup of tea Monday night, and I, like, watch her... Yeah, I do drink my tea. I still remember drink my tea. Um, And I just watch her little, like, Medical Monday, and it's, like, the coolest thing ever. As long as we're on, you know, the topic of all that. Um, But, yeah. Right. Well, maybe I should share. Yeah, Cameron, you share now. (laughs) Okay, so um, I started taking the pill. I just take a birth control pill. Um, probably like three years before I got married. Um, I started taking it. Um, not to prevent babies. Um, because my period was super whack. I had it for like three weeks straight, and then I would like um not have it for a week, and then have it for a week, and then not have it for a week, and then and then it would start being like every two weeks, and it was just like all over the place, and it was so whacked. And, um, if you are a female, you know how unpleasant that is to all of a sudden be getting your period when you were not expecting to be getting it or for it to last for three weeks along and you do have such bad cramps, you have to go hide out in the bathroom. Um, in high school, I was a 
yeah, anyways, just not a good experience. <laughs> just any so, time in life. Yeah, so anyways, I just went to my doctor, like, you know, you just go to your doctor for um, other things, and it just came up, and I, like, talked about it and stuff, and she's like, hey, like, we can put you on this pill, um, like, well, pretty much she went through your options, like, you can get, like, the arm ones, or the little, like, things they put up inside you, anyways, mm-hmm. all the different things, and, um, she's pretty much like, this is what we can do, she's like, well, and I'm just telling you guys what she told me, because I know that we're all like, yes, like, there can be side effects, but she's like, literally, like, there's, like, nothing bad is going to happen to you, <laughs> she's like, um, some people get, a, get, like, their acne will get better, or they sometimes get a little bit more acne, you might gain, like, five pounds or lose five pounds, um, just because it is a hormone, she's like, it is safe, um, all these things, and then she also said that, like, um, I could take it for about a year to regulate my period, and then I could go off of it, and then maybe that, like, putting that hormone in my body would help get everything, like... Realigned. Yeah, everything realigned, figured out, and then I could go off of it. Well, um, I... I don't remember at what point Brady and I started talking, like, anyway, I don't know when, like, when all this, like, lined up, but pretty much it was like, yeah, I want to get married young, so I don't want to go off the pill, so... Um, so Brady and I have now, have now been married for a year and several months, and, um, I've been on the pill several years before we got married, and I'm on it now, and I just cannot imagine not being on it, because we are currently college, um, juniors, so we have the rest of this year and one more year to go, and we don't want to have kids for, like, another five years after that, so, um, like, we have, per- we have talked about it, and even for a while there, I was looking into, like, things that can happen and all this stuff and I like brought it to him and I was like hey like would you be interested in doing like more natural ways and we pretty much just were both like but if we did do that like there'd be the fear rolling around every time I'm supposed to be having my period like oh no am I pregnant and like you know so we didn't want to like live in fear and I feel like this almost goes back to Megan yeah (laughs) with her like little points and it's like just like being like what Mm. was your word free it's like yeah free total faithful fruitful Yeah. yeah so um, just with all of that, and then I also, um, because we've had this conversation before, like we said earlier, and that's kind of what made us want to do a podcast over it, is, um, when Megan brought up, um, I guess the part, like, she believes it for her faith, and then Jen and I had a conversation about this too, how, like, is it the fact that you're taking that pill, like, showing that you don't trust God, and you don't trust his will, and you're not, like, giving it all to him, Right. and all this stuff and then I was like thinking back to like bible times and like obviously they didn't have contraceptives back then right so like god couldn't be like don't take the pill or don't do this because right. they didn't have it and but in the bible times he does say like be fruitful and multiply and all mm-hmm. this stuff but I mean like we kind of said earlier there are other ways to prevent having kids besides taking a pill or mm-hmm. even like the natural family plan. like I'm sure we all know what, what we were talking about. Um, Pull out method. I'll <laughs> say it. So, um, yeah. So, pretty much when I was having this conversation with someone, I was like, well, it doesn't say in the Bible, like, now that John already said it, I'm going to say it, like, thou shall not pull out. Like, it does not. Right. Or, that. like, or anything, obviously, they talk differently. Anything, thou anything towards the fact. Right. You know. Yeah. So, but I get both sides of it. Like, I totally get where Megan comes from. And I, like, John and I had a conversation, too, about it. Like, and I get... I get it, but, like, I don't feel convicted about it, and so, like, I'm okay with where I'm at, but with all that being said, when it does come to, like, the health matters of it and everything, like, I really don't believe that it is probably the best thing I'm putting into my body, so once that time comes that I do, that we do decide, I decide to have children on my own, (laughs) without (laughs) anybody, anybody. I can create my own children, (laughs) Um, so, 
Um, when we do decide to have kids and stuff, like, five years down the road, <laughs> I have to say that because my brothers, literally, every time I come home, Logan was poking my stomach this last weekend. Oh my gosh. Hi, baby. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, was that a baby in there? <laughs> no, it is not. It is just noodles and mashed potatoes and all the other good stuff. Okay. Um, but, um, oh yeah, yeah. I was saying, like, when I do decide to have kids... I do want them to be, like, a couple years apart, but I think at that point, like, I wouldn't get back on the pill in between that because it's, like, okay, you know, if it happens, it happens. Right. It's not the end of the world. I'm not going to be – we're not going to be financially, like, in a rut, like, in a hole right. if we do it. Because if we have kids now, like, I don't know what I would do because we literally live paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, yeah. So, I, I don't know what I would do. I think I would probably – have an emotional breakdown. Not and because they're not amazing. Right. Not because they're not amazing, but it would just be such a financial burden. Um, so, yeah. So, once I feel safe and, like, financially <laughs> stable and, like, I'm in a place that we can have kids because I do want kids someday, um, I think that I, I'll just go off the pill mm-hmm. altogether and I probably won't get back on it. So, yeah. that is just how what I think for now. But um, I 100% feel okay with my decision to be on it. And... Um, yeah, so that's just my thoughts. Yeah. I don't know if anyone has anything else to I feel to like add. there was something I was going to say more, but I, you know, I'm a um, person, so. I guess, and like, uh, I don't know, just just a couple, I don't know, more s- stories to put out there. Um, I know, so what kind of made me, one, one, one thought that I had that kind of, I don't know, Cameron mentioned it a little bit already, but um, I was watching... I was watching, what's her name? Emily Wilson. Emily Wilson. Emily Wilson. Follow her on YouTube. And or subscribe. <laughs> subscribe. Subscribe. Um, oh, she, she speaks life into my life every day. It's amazing. I love her. But I was watching one video, and it was about how her and her husband decided that, um, uh, they're, they're Catholic, so much along the same lines as, um, what Megan explained, but, um, even more than that, kind of how Cameron said, she's like, I don't think they even did natural family planning. Um, and I think they were married for, like, two or three years before they had their, before they just had their kid, and, um, and she said that bringing any kind of, like, contraceptives into their marriage was, like, at their wedding, they, Cameron kind of touched on this, like I said, they took the vow, like, in their vows, they said that they, like, trusted God with their whole relationship, their whole lives and everything like that, and they just personally felt convicted that, bringing birth control or any kind of contraceptives into their marriage would be going against them saying that they, like, trusted God wholeheartedly. But, and then kind of to play devil's advocate to that, Serena's like, that's like getting in the car and not buckling up and saying, okay, if God wants me to die in this car wreck or if he doesn't, it's up to him. And I'm like, okay, I mean, that's, like, a little extreme, but <laughs> yeah. kind of, like, yeah. but, like, I get it. But, like, you, you kind of get it, you know, that's kind of... I don't know, I, I struggle with that aspect of it a little bit because it's kind of that whole, like, God is in control, but we still have free will to make things happen or to right. make things not happen. And I think that's just you where know? you have to, like, seek God and, like, see, right. like, how do you feel? Like, do you feel convicted about it? You should right. trust your relationship with him enough to know that, it, right. like, the Holy Spirit's going to tell you, hey, this is a good idea, or, hey, this is not a good idea. Right. And I 100% don't feel convicted by taking the pill, you right. know? Right. So. No, yeah. For um, sure. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind, my mom, my mom said I could share their story because I feel like they're like both halves of it. Cameron's like, Cameron's like giving me these. Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) like, interested. I'm like, let's Um, go. (laughs) So for those of you who don't know, I have 
six older sisters and my oldest sister is everyone's like oh like oh how many siblings do you have and I'm like I have six sisters and they're like there's seven of you you're poor dad literally that is the <laughs> first dad. thing that is the first thing okay so the first thing is you're poor dad Mr. the second B. thing is how um what kind of age gap is there and so I'm like okay well I'm 21 and then my oldest sister oh if I get this wrong she's she's gonna murder me in my sleep I think she's 43 I don't know if I'm allowed to be like announcing this to the world but yeah yikes she's 43 and um not yikes because she's 43, but yikes because I'm sharing it and I didn't actually ask her. Um, anyway, <laughs> she's 43 and then my, and then the one right under her is, um, 41. And then... What? Kendra's 41? Yeah. What? I'm pretty sure... Oh I don't gosh, think she's that, that old. Dude, my sure mom is, is like because, 45. Okay, when Kendra's we have to, not we, that we have to do the math. We have to do the math because, um, because remember the K- King of Hearts dance? The King Parts dance clear back in high school. Okay. When I went and I had like the emotional breakdown in the bathroom. Do we remember that? That <laughs> yeah. was a great old time. Okay, how old was she then? Um, Tamara was just turning forty. Okay. Can't can't ta- Tamara was just turning forty. And so that was what? How long ago was and that? And you just said Tamara's forty three. And is Tamara forty three? Was that was the King of Hearts <laughs> dance? Three? Than that was like six, seven <laughs> no. years ago. That was not seven years ago, you guys. Okay, fine. I was it would have like, been it would have been oh, because was I with Brady? That was like four years ago. Oh, that's that was like four accurate. years. Okay, ago. you're right. So I she might thinking... be forty four, and then t- and then Kendra's only two years younger than her, so Kendra actually might be forty two. Okay, anyway, it doesn't matter. We're sorry that we're ranting. Yeah, sorry that we're ranting. Anyway, and then it takes a hop, and then the we call it like the next batch. Um, <laughs> Clarissa, the next batch of cookies batch, came out. <laughs> um, Clarissa is. I um, also didn't ask her if it was okay to share her age, but she's twenty nine. And so there's quite a bit of an age gap there. So then I say that, and people are like, wait, like, same parents? I'm like, yep, both same parents, same mom, same dad for all for all seven of us. They're like, what? And they're, and you know what? There's kind of, like, people want to ask, like, what's the story there? Like, what like, happened in that? There, there's a... 15 there's years. There's a story there. 20 years. This, I think it's only, like, 10, 12, sorry. 12, 12, 13? Still, that's a lot. For yeah. To have, like, 12 a 12 and 15-year-old and then be having another four... Yeah, I really should have. I'm sorry, you guys. I really should have five. got the years no, right in here. Anyways. I should have done my math before we got on here, but whatever. Five. We are we're it's here now. In. We're here now. Um, anyway, so what happened? Um, and I did ask my mom if I could share this, so we're good on that note. But my mom and dad had my first two oldest sisters, and Kendra, um, Kendra came out with neurofibromatosis, which is a genetic um, disease, and it's usually like almost always. Con- um, contracted through um the mom or the dad having the same disease or both parents having the same disease it's like one in like a 40,000 chance that you will that like your child will have it if there's no like family history of having it. okay like it's so 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 rare you guys and so and there's no other family history of it no there's no other family history of it so Kendra was just like just the most random thing in the world okay but um back then I mean this is quite a while ago I, I feel like there wasn't all that much knowledge on yeah. it, and so I, it, like, freaked my mom and dad out. Yeah. And so they're like, they're like, okay, we're done, like, what if, I mean, new young parents, I mean, they were still, I mean, my mom was, like, our age. Yeah. And so, new young parents, mom was like, I'm getting on the pill, like, whatever, we're, mm, 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 we're not having any more kids, just kind no of, more. like, scared <laughs> themselves a little bit. And my mom was then on birth control for, um for 
what is it, 10, 12, whatever years. And then something happened with her birth control. Um, she figured out there was like some bad side effect to it or it wasn't doing what she thought that it was doing. Anyway, something about her birth control just kind of rocked her and my dad's world a little bit. And they, and then they made the choice together. They're just like, you know what? Nope, we're done with it. And we're just going to let God do his thing. And he, she's like, she's like up until like, literally we're not going to natural family plan. We're not going to use like any kind of, you know, um, method, any, anything. We're just gonna let God do his thing. And then the rest of us five popped out. And then my mom had <laughs> two other, <laughs> my mom had two miscarriages in that because obviously, I mean, she, her and my dad kept reproducing up until my mom like hit menopause yeah essentially mm -hmm. and so the higher you get the higher your risks get. right yeah and so um what's actually even cool as long as you know i'm sharing my mom's whole life story she told me i could so taking free reign mom <laughs> okay. um serena so my mom had me when she was 41 i want to say which is pretty high up there that's really old so my mom had me when she was yeah like 41 um but um i want to say she had a miscarriage right before she definitely had a mis she had a miscarriage right after me and she either had a miscarriage right before me or she had a miscarriage right before Serena I can't okay. remember which one it is but she had two miscarriages um anyway and um Serena actually when they they can like do the test to see if your baby has like down syndrome or anything mm -hmm. like that and they did the test on Serena and Serena was actually tested um positive for down syndrome and so serena's actually supposed to have down syndrome and then um she doesn't yeah not she even doesn't. anyone who knows serena she's she like she would have been she's... aborted if she lived in iceland that's really so crazy yeah. they abort all babies with down syndrome that's so crazy yeah oh that's my gosh so, i so did crazy. not know that mm -hmm. but i don't know i think i think that it's so cool that like i don't know i feel like the mom doesn't have a choice i don't think so i'm pretty Seriously? sure they, I, I don't know i'm Oh, now we have to look into it. We'll yeah, look it up. I don't we'll know. look into it. We so have an episode over flu shots yeah. over aborted babies in Iceland. It's all, all coming to it. you. It's all coming to you. Um, man, where was I? Okay, Serena. Serena, yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to say that I think it is a really cool um, just testament to, I feel like my parents were called into it by God to just be like, I want your guys' life to be a testimony to like my faithfulness type of thing and just to the amazing life I can make for you if you let me take you full me. control. Yeah. And not that God is going to call everyone into that, but I feel like he definitely called them into that. And um, what's so cool is my mom well, figured it out, and obviously I had a, tons of emotions over it, but then she got all the ladies from her Bible study to come and pray over her. And oh, obviously, you know, Serena, I mean, she came out completely normal. You guys, the test was like 100% positive for her to have Down syndrome. My mom got all of like her you know, mentors and I did not know Bible study part. ladies in the church to come and, like, pray over her belly and little Serena, and now Serena's, I mean, like, she's the light of my life, and I know she's the light of a lot of people's lives. She's life. the light of my life, <laughs> She's the light of my life. Um, anyway, so I just think that's so cool. God's like, no, I'm calling you into this, and, um, even though you're gonna be, like, reproducing until you can't reproduce no more, like, I'm gonna be faithful, and mm -hmm. then even one of her, um, even one of her, um, miscarriages was like super messy and he if you hear that story I won't get into it but like his hand was completely over that too and I don't know I just think I love hearing that story and even thinking of it sometimes because it 100% is just just I called you into this and let me you know see you through it so yeah just wanted to share it my mom said I could so yeah that's no that's so you. beautiful thanks for sharing Ardell thanks for letting her share <laughs> 
Okay, thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of Coffee and a Combo podcast, listening to our little rambles and bunny trails. Hopefully you have as much fun as we do. And thank you to our special guest, Megan, for joining us this week. Thanks, Cameron and Jenna. And since this episode is coming out tomorrow, those of you Jax fans or not, come Saturday. Show up. Wear blue. College game day. Don't wear yellow. It's a big, it's a big deal. Like, seriously. ESPN. Yeah. It's gonna be on ESPN. Yeah, you haven't like, heard about this. Oh, that's why I have to work. Yeah, that's what I was like. <laughs> like a big oh, deal. Yeah. We'll talk about this after the podcast. Okay, but, but anyway, go Jacks. Eat beef. Eat beef. Go Jacks. <laughs> and if you want to be the first to hear about new episodes and other extra behind the scenes things, make sure and go and follow us at Coffee and a Convo Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. Or both of them. Also, feel free to leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on. Whenever we get a new one, we get so excited. Also, if you want to follow me, you can at Cameron Sweer on Instagram or Jenna at JennaYvette98. Or you can follow Megan at Emrose underscore Simon on Twitter. On Twitter. She's got some great tweets, people. <laughs> Not really, but... <laughs>